Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And now, from beyond our dimension, this is the Jeff Mara Podcast. Here's Jeff. Today's guest is Tanisha Hood. About eight months ago, she had a near-death experience due to an allergic reaction to MSG. And now we're going to learn about it. Tanisha, thank you so much for joining us and welcome. Okay. If you don't mind, can we start on the day yours happened and go from there? Well, it's kind of it's kind of hard for me to start from the, the day it happened because a lot of it won't make sense if mm-hmm. I just go. Okay. However you feel comfortable. Okay. My mother passed away uh, October and uh, I had been taking care of her for like the last three years. She had suffered Alzheimer's dementia and uh, she passed away. Um, and it was just uh, very difficult. Uh, I started missing her in, uh, a lot. Now, I wasn't missing her because um, she passed away and I'm kind of missing. I'm, I'm, I'm missing the fact that... Um, Death, it seems like death was so real. It was so final. So it felt like a, a contradiction in my soul. I was missing life. I started to get extremely sad and depressed after she passed away. I didn't really have a zest, the zest for life that I had had because I thought, you know, what is this all for? Are we doing this for nothing? So I started to question spirit. I'm a spiritual person. So uh, I found myself getting up at night, still kind of looking for my mom, asking spirit questions about, is this it? Is, you know, we just live and die. I don't, you know, it's just, it was depressing. It was getting to the point to where I just really didn't have any life in me, like looking forward to anything anymore. So fast forward, January, I, um, I go out to eat with my ex-husband and we're at a uh, seafood restaurant. And I eat, you know, I, I start, I finish eating, everything was okay. And then all of a sudden I feel like I need air. Um, I just, I just got hot and I need air. I can't breathe. So I get up and I start walking towards uh, the, the door to the restaurant. And as I start approaching the door, uh, my reality starts to close in. It's like, it starts fading to, to, to the point I can only see through a small straw hole. That's what it looks like. And then it goes completely black. And as soon as it happens, I feel as if I've taken off some sort of wetsuit. I can feel myself like step out of something. And then in the distance, I see this bright, this bright light. This is like a waterfall of electricity. But I'm also looking at myself and I'm uh, looking at what I have on. I'm pulling, I'm looking down and I'm pulling, I have like I have on a robe with cleats and I'm dancing and I'm jumping up and down and I'm saying, I made it. I made it. I automatically knew where I was. I was not scared. I was, there was no fear. I had no worries. 
I was saying I made it, I made it. And I was just, I was dancing and I was excited and I was getting ready to go up into the light where my mother was swirling around in this light. And she was just young and beautiful. Before I did that, I felt something next to me touched me on my side and said on my left side. So I was looking right straight ahead. So I didn't see what was on my left side. It touched me and said, you can't stay here. And as soon as I heard that, I was uh, on the restaurant floor being woken up by my ex-husband and Emsa. They were getting trying to get me on the gurney and trying to get me to breathe again. But that was uh, that was my near-death experience. Mm. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. It sounds like after your mom died, you were kind of having an existential crisis. Like you just, yeah. you didn't know what was, you know, what's the purpose of life and what are we supposed to do here? And right, right. Have you found a purpose now after your experience? Um, yes, I have. I, uh, I've always had a purpose. I'm a mental health therapist, so I've always felt the need to help people. Since I was a little kid, I've always felt that that need to be there, kind of a listening ear for everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I as I'm as I've gotten older, I see the importance of what I do. Um, now that I've had my near death experience, I have a new, a kind of a, a better outlook uh, on life. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times, I don't know exactly what to say to my clients. And it automatically comes to me. Sometimes I'm talking to them and they go, how did you know that? And I have no talking about, I'm just, I'm just talking. Right. So I, it's, it's something going on. I have no idea what it is, (laughs) but, uh, I'm very important and I'm needed here. Mm -hmm. And I, I know that was confirmed during my near-death experience. It's interesting that you were celebrating like you finished the game when you first got there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was I was so excited to be in that place. Uh, it, was, it was joy that I had never felt physically here before. And it was a love that I've always longed for. Mm. Uh, I've always longed for this unconditional love. I've always wanted it it's it's a feeling i know exists but physically i can't have it right. um you can't people and that is what i needed to understand that is what i needed to feel so uh and that was enough for me i kind of feel silly having my mom's ashes now <laughs> yeah, that is interesting so <laughs> you said that your mother was in the light did you actually see her in the light yes i saw her in the light and the light was like um, she was swir- it was swirling around. She was swirling. It was bathing her. Hmm. And she was young. I mean, almost to the point I could almost not recognize her, but she was so, so young. Some people believe that everybody's about 30 in the in the astral world. Yeah. Does, that, yeah. does that sound about right? Yeah. That's about right. Yeah. Her hair was pressed. It was straight. <laughs> it was different than uh than her her older look as a gray older woman uh-huh. her skin was flawless uh it was it was uh it was insane i was like oh my god you know just i was stuck and i was in awe i couldn't move i couldn't say anything i couldn't i was just like stuck 
there, you know, didn't want to move. I didn't think I have three children, you know, I didn't think about them at all. (laughs) Somehow I knew they would be okay. Somehow I know that everybody's going to be okay. When you have a near death experience and you go to that other existence, you know that everybody's eventually going to come. So, and they come at their own time. Right. Mm -hmm. So it, it was, it's like, it's no pain and no hurt and no sorrow. Because you know, you're all knowing now. Did you have any communication with her, even if it was just telepathic or waving or gesturing? No, I didn't have any communication with her. She was being healed. She was being healed in that light. That that light um, was feeding me through through my stomach. When I told you it was kind of, I was kind of being pulled towards the light. Mm. I was being pulled towards the light through my stomach. Hmm. Interesting. And she was, and I could feel that I was getting, I was getting healed and she was getting healed. Hmm. So I, that she was busy, but I should say she was busy. Right. You heard the voice to your left side. Was it your husband's voice or someone in the restaurant's voice? It was a, it was a woman, it was a female voice Mm -hmm. and it sounded like me sounded like myself do you think it's like your higher self i think it was my higher self how else have you changed since this experience i want to love more and i want people to love more um people to be more patient more kind a lot more understanding um my my uh let's see my appetite for life is back Mm -hmm. I look forward to things. Um, there's hope for everyone. No one is a lost cause. I believe in everyone. There's a reason we are all here. Mm-hmm. Are you a religious person? And if so, did no. that make any difference? I'm not religious at all. I do not believe in the Bible and I don't go to church. All right. So it sounds like you ended up having an ability of like precognition or, or something. Did you get any other abilities? When I was a kid, when I was younger, I had uh, visions. Uh, I remember seeing my uh, one of my friend's mother die in a parking lot in a car. It was a vision. I've had visions as a, a kid, but they were too intense. So I've always known that there was a higher power um, allowing me to see this stuff, but I didn't quite understand what it was. So I've always been on a path for truth and kind of understanding my existence here in the world. I've always lived in that space and searched for answers um, and remained true to myself. Do you fear death at all anymore? No. How I, how I go, you know, I don't, you know, I wonder about that, but mm. uh, <laughs> I don't fear leaving. I'm kind of looking for, I look forward to it actually. Mm. After you came back, you had experienced so much love that you've always yearned for here. How did that change you? Did you come to an acceptance that, okay, it's impossible? Did it make you depressed? Like, oh, I'm never going to feel that again until I go back? Or or what ha- What do you think? Um, at first, I did. At first, I was depressed for about three weeks mm. after my near-death experience. I was extremely sad mm. because I longed for home. I longed for a place I knew I couldn't, you know, you, you can't go to unless you, you know, you're out of here. Mm-hmm. And so 
after I kind of got over that and kind of got back into, it's like you on a high. When you have a near-death experience, mm-hmm. you're on some high, right? In, in a, and that's all you can think about. It's on your mind every day, all day. It's when every day. It's all you can think about is this place, it's this home that you, that you know of. It's love and all this healing and all this stuff. So in a sense, you are sad because you do miss it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, know, you don't have the same feeling here. You can't get that same love from another human being. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. Nobody can do that. Right. So I long for that. Yes, that is never ending. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I, I'm okay with it. Let me ask you this. Now that you know that you can't get that love from any other human, does it change you in the way that you will go forth in the next relationship? Yes. My expectations are different. I think there's research that says that at at least 50% of the people get divorced after a near-death experience. Can you comment on that? Well, like I said, I was already divorced. Right. So, uh, um, but I can understand them. Uh, you you uh, say, how do I explain it? When, when people get married, they sometimes they get married to come to complete their, themselves. Right. Like, oh, I need a partner and I, and that partner completes me. When you have a near-death experience or you go into a, you know, there's a, a higher existence, um, there is not a, a need for a physical completion anymore. Um, it's not that your partner, you don't need them anymore. It's that they no longer, uh, you no longer need them in that capacity as far as, as far as love. It's not, it doesn't feed what you need anymore. Right. So it's it's pointless almost. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. So are you not, saying not that not that people are pointless? That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Relationships are extremely important, mm-hmm. but uh, once you grow past some things, you they they no longer serve you, and it feels like it holds you back in a certain sense. So yes, I can understand a divorce. So are you at a point now where you feel like? You're not really interested in long-term relationships like marriage. I was feeling like that. Mm-hmm. I really was. I was feeling like that. I'm, I'm kind of starting to change a little bit, uh-huh. but I was feeling like uh, relationships are not for me and I'm okay. Uh, I was just okay kind of being by myself and in my own skin. Right. Have your friends noticed a change in you after the experience? And if so, how did, what did they comment? My kids, they notice the change. I'm, a, I'm kinder, mm-hmm. more patient with people. As we spoke off air before we started, you said that this place is more real than over there. Mm-hmm. Would you say like this place is a joke or a dream compared to over there? No, no. This Where we are now is, is, is a very much important, but it, it is something we created so that we can play ourselves out. Do you think you can explain? Maybe it's unexplainable, but if yeah, possible. it's kind of hard to explain. <clears throat> How can- you know, when I was when I heard myself say uh, when I had my near death experience, and I heard a, a female voice, and it sounded like myself, and it said, uh, "You can't stay here." Uh, it's like it's like you're you're. It's like we the we are we are the avatars of our 
real soul. Our real soul is in a in a, is in a higher plane of existence, right? And it's like uh, like our soul is directing us in a right. in a play in a sense. Do you think you can explain how it is that it's so much more real over there than here? Um, being in being in the um, spirit versus being in physical mm-hmm. in order to feel any type of emotion there are wires and all type of chemicals and things that have to you know work in our body in order for us to have some sort of in the spirit it's it's immediate mm-hmm. and the feeling is, is uh intense so maybe in this 3d world actions have kind of got to filter through the machine yes yes there's a filter that everything goes through before it actually takes place absolutely i've heard it said something like you know over here we've got to perceive it through our perceptions maybe we're there it's just instant Hmm. yeah i could see that how has this changed you at your job well it's changed me because a lot of times when i'm in my therapy sessions and i'm talking to my clients um i'll bring up something um that just, you know, idea, a thought that just pops into my head and I'll kind of elaborate on it or what I think or give some sort of scenario and the client can closely relate to them or relate to what I'm talking about or they are currently going through it. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, I, I didn't know that because that's not something that the client has disclosed during the session. Mm-hmm. So they go, how did you know that? Mm-hmm. You know, and I go, I have no idea what you're talking about. It's just, I'm just talking or giving you uh, you know, explaining something or the way something looks or how I feel about something. And then uh, they immediately, they, they get it because mm. they're either, you know, had gone through it or going through it right at, at the moment. Mm. And I do that a lot. I do that a lot with people, even when I'm just out and about and uh, I could be at the grocery store, I could be at the gas station, I could be anywhere. And I'm like, and especially if you stand, if you're standing close to me, and I'm trying to leave and I can't leave. Like, uh, it's something I need to say to you. I don't know what it is, but you like, uh, you won't move around. You won't move out of my way. It's something I need to say. I don't know what in the world I'm getting ready to say to you. <laughs> and they go, how did you know that? And oftentimes I bring people to tears Wow. and I'm not trying to bring them to tears. It's just whatever it is in my head. I need to, tell you what it is and then go on. That's amazing. Have you considered taking any classes to maybe even develop this ability stronger? Uh, I've considered it. Mm -hmm. I've considered it. You know, it causes a great deal of anxiety. Mm. Does it happen a lot when you don't want it to happen? Um, No, when you don't want it to happen, you can ask for it not to happen. And it won't happen. Do you find yourself like in the parking lot of like the grocery store and saying, okay, I don't want to deal with this today? Not anymore. I used to. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. I don't have to do that anymore. Hmm. Interesting. When I you was can... younger, when I was in my teens, it was really bad. Okay. So you're saying you've had this ability even before your experience. Yes. I've had this ability before my instinct. Yes. If you came across someone who said, hey, I just had an NDE two weeks ago and I'm really struggling with figuring this all out and, you know, and sorting my life out, what kind of advice would you give them? They're going to have to be more specific. Oh, okay. 
That makes sense. When you are searching for an answer, um, there are answers everywhere. When you are searching for the truth, there's only one truth. Mm. So if you are specific, then you'll get the truth to what you seek. If you just want answers, then you'll just get answers. Mm. Do you understand? I, I think so, actually. And I like what you said. If you're looking for okay. answers, the answers are everywhere. Yes, they are. Can you be a little bit more descriptive about that? Everyone here has a reason to be here. Um, there is something unique about each and every one of us. We are, we, um, we're all connected. But we all have different reasons of being here, of, of even wanting to come or even being here. The lesson we learn, whatever it is you want to experience here, we are there. There are all different reasons for that. the uh, The deal is to is to figure out what that is. Yeah, and it's only it's only one truth to that. There's only one reason why you're really here. Now there are there are reasons for other people, but there is only one reason for you. And so, do you think that's like part of the game is for you to figure out the reason? Yes, it is. So, I, I've asked you before if you had a purpose. Do you feel like you've got the reason for you? Absolutely. All right. Yes, I do. If you don't mind, what is it? Well, my reason for being here is to number one help other people recognize who they are it's easily understandable helping other people why do you think a reason is of of recognizing who they are what is the purpose of that if you recognize who you are if you if you know who you are it's easier for you to understand life i was confused i thought when you said recognizing other people, I didn't realize it was recognizing yourself. I thought you were saying recognize who other people oh, are. Yeah, recognizing who you are. A, right. we, a lot of us do not know who we are. Mm-hmm. We don't know how powerful we are. We don't know how creative we are. Mm-hmm. We don't know. We just don't know. There's a difference between um, having an idea and actually a knowing. In the comments of my podcast, I read sometimes that people come to the podcast because they've lost somebody in their family. And so they've kind of, they've become interested in NDEs. What kind of advice can you give those people that, or reassurance that your family members are okay, they're, and they're, they're eternal beings and it, everything's okay? The only reason why I know everything's not okay because I felt it, mm-hmm. right? Um, I can say it to you all day long mm-hmm. that everything's going to be okay. And we're all going to go to this place and things are, and you're going to see your loved ones again. Um, like I said before, that's the difference between having an idea and a knowing. Right. Right. Now, if you want to know, then you need to ask. Right. If that is a truth that you want revealed to you, it can be revealed if you ask for it. All right. This is going to be simplistic, but ask in what way? There's a difference between a deep desire and a notion. Hmm. 
Okay. Uh, I can say I want to be rich all day, for example. I want to be rich, right? I want a lot of money. I want to be rich. But am I really working towards that goal of making a million dollars? No. It's just a thought. It's just an idea, kind of. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I look at and I see myself, oh, I, I have a big house. I got a pool, a car. I can go anywhere I want to go. I could, uh, you know, money is not an issue, right? Those are all ideas. Those are all just thoughts and this kind of notion. Is it a deep desire? Is it a deep yearning? If it was, then I would diligently be working towards that, right? That's the difference. Mm. Spirit knows if you are diligently seeking that truth. And spirit knows if it's just a notion. Some of my guests sometimes have something they want to promote. A website, a book, a class, a, uh, you know, anything. Is there anything that you want to promote while you're here? Because I'm happy to help you out. Uh, SymphonyMentalHealthServices.com. Mm-hmm. If you are any type of mental health counseling, family mm-hmm. counseling, mm-hmm. marriage counseling, adult and children, that's where you'll find me. All right. That's symphonymentalhealth.com. Symphonymentalhealthservices.com. Okay. After watching this podcast, people may want to reach out to you and ask questions. Are you open for that? And if so, how can they reach out to you? Uh, yes. I'm I'm open to that. And they can um let's see, they can email me or uh that'll be fine if they email me. Do you want to give me your email address and I'll put sure. it in the, in the description? If that's okay with you. It's, it's Lemon B L E M O N B one two one five at yahoo.com. Before we finish up here, do you have one last positive message that you can share with everyone? One thing I do need to share with with everyone is to keep moving forward. Things will be a lot different a year from now. Hmm. Just keep moving forward. All right. I like that message. No matter what's going on in your life, just keep going. Keep Keep moving moving forward. forward. Yes. All right, Tanisha, thank you so much for for sharing your experience with us. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate you, and I wish you the best. Okay, thank you. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for watching the Jeff Mara Podcast. I really appreciate you. Another way to show support is through YouTube memberships. And if you do, there are loyalty badges and other perks depending on your level of membership. All you need to do is click the join button underneath the video to find out more. Thank you for your support.